Have you ever seen anything like this? Oh, uh, toilet paper now being thrown at Cena. Toilet paper. Uh, he doesn't belong here. That is toilet paper, TP as they say in the street. TP, that's a street word. That's a street word? Yeah, street word. You think you know me. Welcome to Pastamania, your wrestling time capsule. I am your host, Adam, joined as always by Noobs. Oh, hello there. And Jesse. Yeah, boy. Oh, man. We are here for <laughs> One Night Stand 2006. How you guys doing? Pretty doing good. all right. Now, after <laughs> the, the drive from hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, how much... Dr- so you drove from Austin to North Carolina? And no, back? well... That didn't happen. Um, you were so going I had two, to drive. I had two weddings to go yes. to. One in Tupelo, Mississippi, okay. and then five days later, one in Cherokee, North Carolina. Okay. Oh, Jesus. I got to the Tupelo, Mississippi one without a hitch. 12-hour yeah. drive. It's fine. Ugh. Whatever. Been there. The day after that wedding, my girlfriend already flew in because her mom needed her for stuff, so she jumped ahead. And I'm driving there, and I get to Alabama. And a piston rod rips out of my car engine and shoots through, shoots through the block. Oh, God. Through the engine block. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't baby. realize that was what happened. Oil everywhere is dead. Gone. Um, long, Longer story short, it took like seven hours to get my car to the Kia in Tupelo. And they look at it for a day and they give me all this. And then they also was like, so we saw you went to another Kia dealership. In April, seemingly before all this trip and stuff, they shouldn't have let you off the lot with this car. And I was like, oh, really? So I get everything for free at least, but holy shit, what a day that was to get to that Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was bad when my radiator fan went out a couple weeks ago. But I get a free new engine. <laughs> oh. See, I had to pay yeah. for the radiator fan. Yeah. So, you know, my God. bad. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, it's been a hell of a few weeks here at Pastamania HQ. We've all had a bunch of shit going on. Everything's uh, on fire. Yeah, you know, it is summer, so. And also Foley was there, and he just couldn't help himself. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> God. Man, uh, Foley and Funk in this are my, are my MVPs, crazy old bastards. <laughs> oh, get the Clippers. Come out of here. Get the oh Clippers. Oh, my God. Pritchard. I just want to say this now. At the end of that, where they're, the camera's on both of them, and they're, like, spazzing and wiggling their fingers and stuff, yeah. I just thought of, like, fucking, like, Wayne's World shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pain's World. 
Pain's world, ah. maximum blood, suffering. Oh dear God! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <That's... laughs> so yes, we are here for One Night Stand 2006. Uh, man, we planned this so well because uh, it is currently June 11th, 2019, and this show aired on June 11th, 2006. Uh, exactly. So good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, 13 yeah. years ago today. Nice. Uh, I'm fucking old. I remember this pay per view. God I mean, damn it. Listen, it's. This is the year I started watching. You're not, you know. The number one song <laughs> is a song that I had to pull because it's a stone cold classic. Oh, oh shit. shit. Oh, rolling. They hating. Patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. 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 I have, I like to think uh, that a good example of how I've matured over the past 13 years is now I can just kind of sit back and just like genuinely be like, no, this is like a really fun song that I enjoy a lot. Like I don't have to it's, act cool about it. I don't have to make up an excuse. This is just like a solid fun song. It's fine. It's a really good cover. It's really catchy. Oh yeah. I see what you, I, I was about, about to it. say. I was really say, to me, it. I just started, I just started singing the weird owl lyrics. The same thing with them. Uh, whatever that other one is the long, long time yeah, ago. In a galaxy yeah. far do you know do you know chameleon air toured europe and there were europeans telling him they yeah. thought that his song was a parody of yeah. weird Al's song. i i genuinely <laughs> thought about pulling that version but did you know like when chameleon air won a grammy and was like i wouldn't be here without weird Al. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah if weird Al, like because he was like listen you don't understand weird owl like doing a parody of your song is would is legitimacy like yeah. it yeah. gives you legitimacy He's the exact opposite of Coolio. Yeah. Um, I still so, I still don't understand why Lady Gaga turned it down. It uh, just makes... It's because of the song I, he chose. Oh, was it? Because he, he, oh. chose, he chose Born This Way, which is all Oh, about, yeah, you're like, not fucking with Born This Way. Yeah. If he had chosen any other song, uh, it would have been different. But he wanted that song. And she was like, not this song. Yeah, that uh, one's, he that one's the baby. He did way. eventually do something yeah. with the lady. Anyway, uh, also, so I, I pulled that from the, the music video. The music video for Riding Dirty is crazy because mm -hmm. it features Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Zeus from No Holds Barred, a.k.a. Devo from Friday, a.k.a. AKA the president of a Earth AKA from the Fifth president Element. The, from Fifth Element, a.k.a. the prisoner from the boat in the Dark Knight. Um, and, and he is in it as a cop, but it cuts it, to it cuts to shots of him like beating up Chameleon Air in a wrestling ring. Like they're in a wrestling <laughs> ring, and he's like throwing Chameleon Air to the ropes, and then it like transitions to him like throwing Chameleon Air onto the ground, and he's like in a cop uniform. It's the weirdest thing, and I highly recommend it. You know, he's 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 taking them skills that he learned being in the main event of SummerSlam. Uh, and transitioning them to this music video. This makes me need to shout out the whole, like, if it was nothing but black people in Game of Thrones, someone put Tiny Lister as the mountain and mm -hmm. Ving Rhames as the hound, and I fucking want it. Yep, yep, that was a really good Twitter thread. Yep. Uh, uh, the number one movie, June 11, 2006, uh, was Click. Oh, wow. Nice. Yep, yeah, what a... I like that movie. That movie's insane. That movie takes an interesting premise and then goes in such a it makes a really it it commits in that last act. I vividly really remember commits. 
the PBS like cartoon of when it was just an old folks tale of like this kid with a yo-yo that did that stuff. I remember that. And like a, then when a that yo-yo movie came that controlled out, the universe? That, that yeah, that made no that made you go forward in time. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's a apparently it's an old like wives t- or not wives tale, but some kind of yeah. like uh fairy tale story kind of thing. I remember seeing it on PBS yeah. and then when Click came out, I was like, "Oh, well, that's cool. Uh, TV. Uh, America's Got Talent premiered, which is still going strong today. Uh, and uh, ECW on Sci-Fi premiered. We will get to that in a moment. Yeah. Uh, in video games, absolutely nothing. Yeah, nothing. that was a dead time. This like nowadays you'll see games in the summer 2006. Nothing. Uh, so we're at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York, in New York, in front of. 2,460 screaming smarky cunts and 280,000 people watching at home. So, it is the second annual ECW One Night Stand pay-per-view. These cunts are on fire, though. So, that bringing that up, this is one of my <laughs> bolded points to bring up. Everyone keeps saying, like, people that have been there and stuff like that, it's one of the best fan experiences yep. they've ever been to. I wouldn't be caught dead in a fucking New York City drunk crowd full yep. of people it, it, like can this. Can you imagine with like that type of wrestling fan and that alcohol? Can you imagine the smell that must have been <laughs> in there? It must take like it's like the worst of it's like you took like the smell of Comic-Con and like rolled in in cheap beer. Yep. Man, I'm, you are so close to that JBL promo. I'm good. Listen. <laughs> Uh, so so before we get um, into the show, I have to say, like yes. right before it opens with the TV MA warning, I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck, where are we?" Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Oh, yeah, right, yep. the pussy chance and yep. just and non- everything, fucking everything. stop." Yeah, yeah. that you uh, suck cock non- and yeah. stuff like that. Yep. It's uh, uh, yeah. so. How did we get here? ECW went out of business <laughs> in two thousand one. I'm sorry, out of context, that it's, was really yes, good. Just, just like, so how did we get? How did we get here, Jesse? Uh, I can't say anything. When we were figuring out the shows for this arc, I was the one who was like, we should probably do One Night Stand instead of, like, some episode of Raw. ECW yeah. went out of business in 2001. And the DW... Because you might be wondering, like, this is an ECW pay-per-view? What The WWE bought up their tape library and the rights of the brand itself. In 2004, they put out a Rise and Fall of ECW DVD that was immense. Like, one of, at the time, like, maybe their most successful home video It was the ever. best. It was the best-selling DVD yeah. until the triple DVD of Undertaker yes. uh, came out. And RVD pitched the Vince on the idea of doing a one-off ECW pay-per-view. One Night Stand in 2009. That was another huge success. Though... And it was mostly RVD's idea. He brought yep. it up to Paul, and Paul brought it up to everybody yep. else. And and though you wouldn't have known it... So, like, I don't know if you... Like, if you watch the episode of Raw right after One Night Stand 2005, yeah. there is one reference to it where, like, Jonathan Coachman says something about it to Eric Bischoff, and Eric Bischoff just said, Hey, last night never happened. And that is all they talk... Like, they, like... It was really treated as very non-canon. Like, it's just a fun show. We got a good buy rate out of it. But we're moving on. Like, that that's a DVD that's going to sell gangbusters for years to come. Yep. Uh, but, unfortunately, the success of the 2005 edition of One Night Stand had absolutely nothing to do with Vince McMahon. And that just won't do. After One Night Stand 2005, Shane pitched ECW as the third brand. 
Uh, he actually tried to get Vince to buy it in 2001 instead of WCW. Like, cause you remember they tried to relaunch WCW as like a, as, as a new WCW brand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shane pitched Vince, like, don't do that with WCW, do that with ECW. Uh, but they said, no, uh, he wanted it. He, so he wanted the new version of ECW to be digital only show airing one match per day on the WWE's website. Yeah. Uh, and time, baby. Yeah. But when there was interest, when they w- realized that like, Oh, TV networks will pay for this. Uh, that yep. idea got scrapped and they replaced Shane with Paul Heyman. Now, in theory, that's great. Like Vince's business genius with Paul Heyman's creative genius. That that should work. Like the SmackDown 6 era of SmackDown. That was that. That was when those two sides, like those two forces melded perfectly into pure gold. But everything still got submitted to Vince at the end of the day. Uh, so they couldn't just let Heyman be Heyman, and the rest is history. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, it was really weird seeing the TVMA warnings before the show. Uh, we're gonna get to them more specifically later, but boy, this show was fake licensed song, theme song, heaven. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I, we're gonna get to those as we get to them. But like, boy, there was a there was a surprising amount. Good of bit of them. So while we're uh, while yes. we're jumping away from it, you brought up O five. Yes. If you can find that video of it of where oh, it's, it's the it's original Enter Sandman. Oh yeah, there's one on uh, Daily Motion, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, I remember. I remember getting this pay per view and just being in in awe of how yeah. loud that crowd was and how just incredibly yes, incredible. Like now that I look back at it, it's like, wow, they were drunk. Holy shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, I, I still got goosebumps watching that the other day. I'm just like, yep, I got to so rewatch good. this again. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Heyman is out first in his trademark headset and trench coat uh <laughs> like this version of paul Heyman is I've very good this, so this good. this version of paul Heyman, he decided to end that speech let's go to the let's go to that tower and let's burn this motherfucker down yeah he'd have an entire <laughs> crowd of people oh yeah like yeah. it reminds me of i it was me and you jesse we went oh, to a boy. wwe house show in jackson mississippi and they announced John Cena was about to come out. And then John Cena came out. And the kids, because house shows are mostly kids. And those yep. kids lost their minds lost so their much. Minds. He could have said, we're taking the Capitol. And had an army <laughs> of small children with him. <laughs> Bunch of 10-year-olds and 8-year-olds yes. following him. Just yeah, dying this, for This him. mom bought like the entire gear set yes. at the show for, I've seen that for her kids. Almost and... One of them was just flinging his arms so hard that the bandanas yep. like fell off, and yep. I was like, oh, like, almost amazing. Almost every wrestling show I've ever been to, there's been some kid had, to, and like honestly, I'm not a kids person. I can deal with like my friend Josh's kids and my niece, but in general, like I never having kids. I'm not much of a kid person. The one place I can tolerate kids is wrestling shows. I genuinely love kids at wrestling shows because they are so. Uh, endearing they're so genuine they're so into it 
for the right reasons. Like this is, these are superheroes to them and it's really great to see. Now, if you want to see the exact opposite, opposite of that ECW one night stand 2006. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> these so kids are terrible. If there is a child in that audience, there, there's a child like on the front row. Oh, I'm that you so hear a couple times. What are you talking Ooh. about? The entire crowd was children. Uh, so Heyman cuts a great program. Uh, declaring that the tribe of extreme is risen again on behalf of the people who care more about being extreme than being superstars. The crowd chants, thank you, Paulie, after Paul talks about their brand of extreme, reaching a global audience with a new ECW, and all I could think was, like, video taken 10 seconds before a disaster. Like, of, of this crowd cheering him and thanking him for the new ECW that's about to launch. Yeah, when you think oh, about, yeah, oh, like, hindsight, I just, that is a rough... It's just like, boy, we're about two days away from the zombie coming out. Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Paul doing uh -huh. what he does best, lying through his teeth with a uh, smile. Uh, uh, Paul Gibson, an impassioned promo, thanking everyone there. It was a cool moment. Uh, he finishes by saying he's the long schlong of something or other, and we're underway. Uh, Joey Styles is at the announce table, and while he may not be good enough to call Backlash, he absolutely is good enough to call this show. Damn right. <laughs> Taz is out first in his Brooklyn jersey on his back and his towel on his head. The human suplex machine has arrived. You, you can't even hear Styles no. over the no. crowd. Oh, yeah. Or the announcer. Like, yeah. You barely it's... can hear Taz's music. Yeah. yeah, it's they're so yeah, loud, they're so just rabid, and like it's Taz, you know. Yeah, he's and taking. Then, yeah, go ahead. No, he's taking on Jerry Lawler, which I actually really like because it's a big throwback to old school ECW. Like this yep. is for old school ECW fans because well, back yeah. in like mm -hmm. the mid nineties, like he appeared in ninety seven and on an ECW pay per view wrestling Tommy Dreamer. Like he had that long like multi year feud with ECW. And then and, he spent yep. the last couple of years, Mike, on Raw, just shitting oh, on yeah. ECW. He, he dumped all over him constantly. It's so great. And then, yeah, like, he shows up, because, like, there was some WWE pay-per-view where he was in the ring, and, like, Taz showed up. And then, uh, a little while later, in 1997, he wrestles Tommy Dreamer and puts him over. And it was like... And so, them opening this show with Taz versus Jerry Lawler is just... It, it, it's 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 About a tip of the hat a, yeah yeah it's it's a tip of the hat to people who are lifelong ecw fans that's really cool also um, yes king was pouring out of that segment oh yeah oh, he was yeah. not in the best shape of his career no i don't think not at all yeah not that at was all. i'm like i'm like okay when i saw him when i saw him roll out i'm just like okay yeah. um how long is this match gonna go? Because I think yeah. it's I think it'll be less seconds than his waistline. Let's yeah, go. It's just like, so, I mean, like, yeah, but the one who couldn't go wasn't Jerry because yeah. I saw him like, do like, a twenty minute match with Gregory Hill. Yeah, like medically, yeah. Med like literally medically, yep. Taz couldn't. Yeah, yeah Taz he. Couldn't. And he's like his neck. Yep. Yeah, it, he's he's one of the untouchable yeah. guys. Yep. Um, as long yeah, no, comes... he has the like the exact same thing as um. Yeah, Edge, I'm like pretty Edge sure, moment, but yeah, maybe worse. Yeah. Um, as, as Lawler comes out, the crowd chants, you suck dick, charming. This is the first of many. Beautiful. Uh, Jerry goes to the table and slaps the fucking glasses off of Joey Styles. I know. In a great amount of, a it's great so great. Heel heat. It was really great. <laughs> uh, the bell rings. Joey Styles runs in the ring and jumps on Lawler's back like a spider monkey. Uh, 
Brawler <laughs> tries to hit Styles with the pile driver. Ch- Taz hits Styles with a low blow, gets Jerry into submission, and beats him in 35 seconds. Like I said, yes. shorter than his waistline. Yes, a great segment to get the crowd going. <laughs> great le- reference to ECW's history. Gets legendary ECW performer Taz on the show uh, for the relaunch of ECW, even though he couldn't medically wrestle anymore. I think this was perfectly booked. Like, perfect way to start this show. Yep. First first five minutes of this show could not be better. Uh, just really, really well done. Uh we get a video package for ECW versus WWE on some weird Wednesday night special. Yeah. Yeah, like they had that already. I and... get, like I guess it was like they filmed it probably after SmackDown the night before, and it was probably like a 30-minute or a one-hour special they aired on Wednesday. Uh that was like a big it was like a battle royal. Pre-main event. <laughs> yeah, there was a battle royal. Of ECW versus WWE, Orton and Big Show were the final men, and they were both ostensibly WWE performers, but Show takes his shirt off to show that, no, he's on ECW, so EC- and he eliminates Orton, so ECW wins. He celebrates with Kurt Angle afterwards, because when I think ECW, I think Kurt Angle and Big Show. Yep. I have that <laughs> note, actually, almost verbatim. Yep. Oh, hey, Big, Kurt, Big Show and Kurt are both apparently ECW guys now. Yep. Yay! Like, this was one of the reasons it caused Angle to leave. Like, he didn't hate the idea of it but it was just like he was gonna be making less money you know you're going from working raws and pay-per-views main events and and featured spots to like ecw like ecw house shows you're going from like he was world five, champion a month ago yeah you're going from like four thousand five thousand person raw house shows to like 900 person ecw house shows oh yeah uh but uh and then cena wrestled sabu uh but it just ended up being a big fuck finish uh up next is one of speaking of things that shouldn't belong in ecw one of the most baffling pay-per-view match decisions in history on the ccw show they program randy orton versus kurt angle perfect sense and in a regular wrestling it. match perfect i don't i don't hate it and it, the crowd, I in my mind, they were the crowd, super in the. In my like, mind, like the crowd really shit on this more than I thought they did, but it's still yeah. like it is an indication of things to come. Sure. Uh, yeah. Orton even gets pyro. Also, it, his theme the, song. We get the awful new sped up version of his theme song because they didn't want people chanting "You suck" on ECW. Oh no, that was for Kurt. Yeah. Because they wanted to be a top baby face. Oh, yeah, and then, yes. uh, yeah, Orton's original theme, which I think is way better. Oh, yeah, I it's love so much better than voices. I love that song. So much hey, better. And also, not the, you the one thing say, that was... Well, he gets pirate. Sorry. Go, um, right, go ahead. Uh, I just, I don't know. I really liked the psychology behind no, a lot I of it. No, I think that's great. Um, I think that's great. I genuinely think that's really good. A way but, to get him heel heat. And I think they were into this match except for... Like, near the end, it went a little too long. Like, you could yeah. cut, like, oh, yeah, two like, minutes. Because when they start chanting boring, it was yeah. kind of boring. But they yeah. were really I think that behind was more, Kurt on this. I think that was more them yelling. Like, they, they were doing that, though. They're not directed at the match. They were doing that directed at Orton. Yeah. That, uh, too. I can, yeah. I can what, what were you going to say, Noobs? The one thing that I really liked, I, start, I noticed it at the beginning of this match. There are no watermarks anywhere yep. on the screen. Yep. It is just blank, and they do a very good job of almost every shot. There is an ECW banner somewhere on the camera. Yep. Like, on in front of the camera. And I'm like, 
I noticed that, and that was really cool. I don't know if they planned that, but god dang yeah, it, that like, was the nice. presentation was really good. Uh, I'm, yeah, like, it, it did not look like a WWE show in the best way. Like, it yeah. looked like it's, it looked like a third brand. It looked like its own thing. Yeah. Uh, but this ain't Tuesday. So, <laughs> I've decided yeah. to do things differently. Uh, this match is Angle versus Orton. You know exactly what it is. So, I'm going to call the match exclusive, exclusively from the chants from the crowd. Okay. Uh, that's oh, all oh, that I've written down about this match. That's amazing. I'm ready for this. Uh, the crowd is... Uh, like, the crowd's behind Angle. Because like, yes. they chant, fuck him up, Angle, fuck him up, as the match begins. Uh, mm-hmm. Orton goes to the outside. Crowd chants, pussy. Uh, break his ankle as Angle attempts to get the ankle lock in. Yep. Angle's gonna kill you after Orton retreats again. Uh, I love that chant. Yeah. And this would be the first exposure to that here, I think. I don't think that ever, ever was in a WWE ring before this. No, that was still very much like an ROH thing. And this was also... Well, Joe specifically, so this this might have been what really made TNA like, oh shit, we gotta get him for Joe. Oh yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Uh, Fuck you, Orton multiple times during some headlocks uh pussy again the crowd is nothing if not an original and somebody cussed in the ring because they beep it out uh they don't beep out the crowd because that's not on them they're not responsible for what the crowd does but if one of their performers does it and it gets caught they have to be right uh then just kind of a a a, a lightning round of you got bitch slapped ec dub (laughs) fuck him up angle fuck him up something about cena i think i couldn't quite make that one out uh, you can't wrestle. Orton sucks dick, and Orton swallows. Uh, and <laughs> just calling out a sad porno. <laughs> just no, just ah. Oh, smart sex. An overwhelming boring chant as Orton gets angle on a headlock, which again I think shows that like they were at least into the like this wouldn't. This match, if it had happened a year later, would have gotten eaten alive like this exact same match because they would have because at that point people would have seen what ECW was. But at yeah. this point, there was still hope. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Orton. After a series of suplexes from Kurt, break his oh, ankle. Those were beautiful Germans. They were great suplexes. Yes. Great suplexes. Break his ankle. You suck dick again. And that's about it for the chance as ma- the match finishes with Angle beating Orton by submission in fifteen oh seven. Uh, oh, hey, the audience chants pussy as Orton gets taken to the back by the trainers. Orton is a great performer because he's getting dragged out like by the trainers and he's in the entrance and the crowd's like flipping him off and yelling at him. And he's just sitting there just like, my fans, look at my fans. Yeah, <laughs> he was so pompous. It was great. Uh, and then the crowd is chanting, get the fuck out. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the one like, thing. Yeah, there was a really cool, like quick shout out thing. There was a guy holding up a sign towards the end. That, that showed a website called cscoops.com. And I'm like, yeah. I always love jumping online and seeing if those are still oh, no. around. What oh, yeah. virus C- did you get? C- no, C-Scoops is like, it's like S-E Scoops? Yeah, S-E, S-E Scoops, yep. It's that a huge like a site. Big site. That's a really big wrestling site. What yeah, is like, it? I was pretty impressed when I saw that. I'm like, oh, wow, they're actually up to date yeah, and actually still yeah. rocking. Okay. Oh, yeah, they're wow, one of the right. bigger sites. They're up there with like, you know. I can't. I can't tell you fucking because it's not like dirt sheets as much. It's more like uh, wrap ups and you know uh, wrap ups to cool. shows and and interviews and stuff like that. Yeah, have some re- wrestling news, but for the most part, yeah, C Scoops is legit. Like it seems, uh, yeah. Uh, 
so yeah, like this match was fine. It was like it was Orton versus Angle, which isn't a bad thing. It was two really talented performers performing to a hot crowd. Uh, Orton is at his best when he is playing the heel to a crowd that he has a lot of heat with. That is like that yeah. feeds him. He needs that because that that's is when you get, Orton that's, himself. <laughs> that's when you get there's no bell to ring. Like yeah. that's the best Orton. Uh, and yeah, mm. like like the boring chance during the headlock. Those were great because like he was playing into it, and it's not a Randy Orton match if you don't have an extended headlock. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> or those methodical knees to the back oh, of the head. God, he's putting those educated <laughs> feet to good use. Uh, Gosh darn it. Uh, anything else? Not out yet. Yes. Anything else uh, about about this particular match, or are we moving on? We can move on. Okay. Uh, up next uh, are the FBI, the full blooded full blooded Italians, Tony Mamaluke and Will Guido uh, and Big Guido. Da, da. Um, excuse me, that's crazy. Mario, Luigi, and Bowser. You're talking about? Yes, and the Hilarious. FBI are. No sleep till. There we go. <laughs> so. It's Why seriously, you, it's the same theme. It's, it's the same song. I, I oh, by the way, for all of the ripoff themes, I have pulled the songs that they are based off of. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. Yes, I've done this song multiple times at karaoke. Why do you ask? <laughs> uh, yeah, their song is just "No Sleep Till Brooklyn." We we yep. mentioned it on the show before. I think at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it is one hundred percent just "No Sleep Till Brooklyn." Uh, but yeah, and so and they are wrestling super crazy into Jerry. Uh, yeah, I miss Tajiri. Yes, uh, I oh, love that Tajiri. So, Tajiri, so came... he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame, right? He, he has, has to. to be, and he has to get inducted by William Regal. Yeah, yeah yes, because he actually is probably one of the most successful ECW WCW guys in WWE. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, because like he he's not like Ray who was in ECW for a cup of coffee. Like he spent yeah. time there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like uh, like he came back in two thousand. He came back for the Cruiserweight Classic, right? And then was advertised to two hundred five live. Wrestled one match on two hundred five live. Got injured and then got released. Yeah, yeah. gosh. Uh, they treat him like crap, but he deserves to be. Well, he got released after he came back from injury. I will say that. Like they did not oh, okay. release. They did not just injure him and dump so him. Yeah, no, no, okay, they didn't do that. Um, he probably it was one of those things it, where it was just like. By the time he was ready, the cruiserweight division had kind of like been built to the level that it was going to be built, so they didn't need him there to lend it legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Taz and Joey for talking about how they aren't going to put the Mexicans on lawnmowers in ECW, uh, and it, then the audience decides that's a little too progressive for their tastes, so they chant Nacho Libre. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Yep. That that. My first thought was Nacho Libre was this early, and then I was like, oh, wait, this is racist. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure, like, they mentioned that, like, hey, they're doing some free advertising, because I'm pretty sure Nacho Libre advertised on WWE programming. <laughs> oh, that'd be there's, amazing. That's, uh, that's, there's something there to that, I guess. Yep. Uh, not a big spot fest match, but just really solid wrestling from these guys. Little Guido and Jajiri uh, have good, really good chemistry and do some great mat based wrestling for a while as the two trade submissions. Uh, Tony Mamaluke is the one who is Nunzio, right? Yep. Okay. 
just making sure uh but yeah the teams the teams brawl to the outside and you know like super crazy and tajiri get the fbi into like tree of woe positions in the corners and they deliver sliding drop kicks to them that get a huge pop from the crowd uh, it was at this point yes when they're running around in the crowd i noticed how many motherfuckers in this audience are wearing golf shirts and khakis <laughs> there are a lot of them if you go back and look it's yeah, just like they're yeah, just sprinkled in there like salt and you're just sounds, like Ugh. yeah it sounds about white uh, oh. uh God. the tony mamaluke hits a suicide dive on the outside and gets super crazy and a really interesting looking cradle submission back in the ring for about two seconds where he shifts it into like a modified camel clutch and then little Guido drop kicks into Super Crazy from the top rope. Okay, uh, correction. Tony Mamaluke was the other one, not okay. um. Uh, so little Guido not, was Nunzio. Yeah, Nunzio okay. was yeah, little yeah, Guido. Tajiri uh, gets taken out by the FBI, but he repays them with a double springboard back elbow to a huge pop. Uh, then Super Crazy and Tajiri get the FBI in like double tranch tarantula submissions on the ropes. God. I that missed that tarantula submission. That was really cool. The best part so was they didn't, they, they didn't have a referee counting it out because it's yep. just like you're holding the ropes. It makes sense that you shouldn't hold that. But, oh. Uh, yeah, but I do like that the ref, like, didn't immediately start, like, trying to count them and tell them to get off because he was like, I don't know which one to go to. Yeah. Yeah. This is, it was also at this point in the match where you could tell that they did not WD 40 that ring. You nope. could hear squeak it, squeak it, squeak it the entire <laughs> time. God. Uh, so bad. Yeah. Uh, they just had to use, because it was like in the Manhattan Center, like, you know, the Hammerstein Ballroom, and it's really difficult to get stuff up to that. They just had to use the, um, the, the, the ring that they left up there from the first ever Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, really? Uh, no, no. Okay, uh, I was about to say. About, like, like when, they, when they did shows there, they would have to, like, they had, like, one elevator, and it wasn't a freight elevator. So you'd have to take up, like, five pieces of plywood up, take it to where the ring goes, go back down, go back to the truck. Yeah, oh. That very yeah. same ring from 40 years ago is still there. God. Uh, then Big Guido gets in the ring, only to be taken out by Tajiri and Super Crazy. But that gave the FBI the opportunity they needed to gain advantage. Uh, Tajiri fights off an assault from both men, but the FBI cut off his brief comeback, hit him with a double muscle buster thing, and to get the win in 12-24. But wait a minute. Wait a minute, Adam. We got a big guy in the ring. So what do you gotta do? Well, it's the big show. Then the Uh, biggest guy in the ring. Then the big oh show's God. music hits, and and like there's a the crowd goes mild when his music first hits, but he goes to the he goes he cleans house, he murders the FBI to Jerry, super crazy, and Big Guido, and he like got some decent cheers as he stood yeah. tall in the ring afterwards. It was really weird. Wasn't he murdering also like Tajiri and Super Crazy? Yeah, yeah, he murdered all. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah, he murdered he, all oh yeah, he yeah, killed yeah. all five. Yeah, he Just killed like, them what, all. What, what you doing? Uh, he's he's real big. Uh, but yeah, like this match of all the matches on this show, this is the ECW match. If you're looking back at classic ECW, this is closer to what it actually was True. consistently show in, show out. Okay. Uh, and I appreciate that. Like, this is a fun match, like good wrestling. Nobody killed themselves. They told a decent story and the crowd was into it. Uh, you know, not going to change the world, but I feel like this is an underrated match. I yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I loved it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially Super Crazy, who's underutilized as fuck, and Tajiri, who should never be treated badly. Yes. 
your yeah. to do Good. is the best. Yeah, uh, I, I also just read WWE actually did let him go because they didn't want to use him because of his age. And all I could think of was like, you fucking what? It's you looking? I think in God. in the context of the cruiserweight division because that's where sure. he was and think about the cruiserweight division no, like brian kendrick's like the oldest person in the cruiserweight division like that is a yeah. long division i guess so and i i think that they want originally their idea was to use him like as a kind of a gatekeeper to put people over but by the time he was back they didn't really need that anymore that's uh, fair how would you think noobs i thought it was it was a fun match it was just like it's a the perfect way to get the crowd alive again after that yep. Orton versus Angle match, and then yep. it kind of started. You could see the Vince seeds starting to get planted when Big Show just walks down, beats oh, everyone yeah. up. Especially, especially what especially, happens next. Well, well, I would say especially with uh like Big so- Big Show specifically, him being champion down the line for the rest of this year. Yeah. Yep. Extreme. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The crowd starts to chant "Fuck you, SmackDown!" and oh god, it's JBL. So he was has... apparently wasted. Oh, this. was he? Because I know he was wasted during 05. He was. He was, he was yeah, he was wasted really during 05. But it doesn't oh, shock me that okay. he was wasted during this. I'm sure he was. Yeah. Also, so yeah, go ahead. Is there a Rey Mysterio lookalike behind there him? Was a, the there was yes, a kid, there right, was a kid was behind so him. It was a kid behind him wearing a Rey Mysterio mask. I'm just like uh, looking at this like and that motherfucker Ray. I thought that yeah. was Ray for a minute. I was like, he's got a match coming up. What are they doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? But <laughs> right. then that's later what I on thought too. The, was like, oh, later Ray, on in the no. show, they go back to that shot and like, oh no, that's just like a kid in a Ray mask. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, they're chanting you suck dick because these guys are unoriginal. Quote JBL. I see no women out here and you're chanting about a male organ, so tell me who's the fruit booty. Yep. That's something Fantastic. you can't say anymore. Yeah, so, you know, it comes from all sides at this point. JBL talks about him just beating the piss out of the Blue Mania a year ago. You know what happened yep. to me when I knocked one of your boys out? Nothing. Wow, JBL, that's a pretty scathing indictment of the WWE, if you ask me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, overall, though, <laughs> pretty solid promo. Like, he went out there to get a specific reaction, and he nailed it. Because he wasn't, like, an active wrestler at this point. He was... Uh-huh. Yeah, he, this was him announcing he was coming back to do play-by-play for SmackDown. Uh, and he can say that nothing happened to him, but Stevie Richards split his fucking skull in half. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know. I know. I, I get the point. But that's also, still a scathing indictment I, of WWE, because, like, that's not how you should handle that. That's not the yeah. solution. <laughs> You beat. You actually beat <laughs> up one of your one of your works. fellow Stop employees, and yeah. nothing happened. Yeah, yep. it's just like, oh, this guy assaulted this other guy. So what'd you do? We hit him really hard in the head with a chair. Like, what is? What? God, that I need to Don't watch that Stevie Richards hit again. That's one of the. That's one of the most glorious things in the fucking world. Listen, I'm not going to say that I don't get some bit of enjoyment out of watching JBL's last few brain cells get rocked like that, but <laughs> but that shouldn't be how you solve that problem. Not at all. Uh, but yeah, Just like was, Daniel was, Pewter. Let's, yep. let's go. Oh, God. It was, oh, a, God. It was a solid segment. It was a fun, uh, great time. JBL knew, and he, he talks about, like, you know, everybody, they're all virgins, whatever, because, you know, he's got eyeballs like the rest of us. Uh... Up next is the World Heavyweight Championship match. Rey Mysterio versus the Homicidal Suicidal Genocidal Death-Defying Sabu. Is anyone else really bothered that they threw Genocidal in there? Like, I understand the rule of threes, but that still feels like it shouldn't, like, really? It shouldn't be included. No. I feel like they had to have dropped Genocidal 
They they had on, him by on December ECW to December. WWE. No, they at oh, least okay. they, they at least referred to him specifically as that on e- D- December to December. I know for okay. a fact that's they refer so to Sabu as that, that. You know, you can say those things, but other it's, stuff that they can't do. Like, it's interesting. Like you know, this is pre PG and what have you, but. That like, too, it, but I just... It, it I is know. really weird. Like, it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. It's like when people say, like, kill people, burn shit, fuck school. Where it's like, okay, murder, <laughs> arson, truancy? Like, I understand yeah. where you're going. Th- this kind of goes in the opposite direction, where it's like, homicidal, okay, like, that's not cool. Suicidal, oh man, you should get some help. Genocidal, uh, I should leave. Yeah, Old it's people? like, okay. Like, entire people? Yeah. Whoa. Uh during death, a month. Like, death defying obviously not obviously it follows you everywhere also you're suicidal so it just seems like you're bad at it that's not yeah. death defying you're just poor <laughs> during during sabu's entrance there is a sign that says i heart and then it says m e e m s and this person was so close to being a prophet oh yeah it was really that early to... on if it said memes, memes instead what is m e e m s though i don't know God, who, like yeah. I, I'm afraid to Google it because let's be honest, something coming. But let's Google it on the fly. It auto corrects it to memes. See? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's just memes. Yeah. So yeah. maybe this person really was ahead of their time. It's but... possible. Like the term meme, you know, comes from memology. So like it's a it's a thing, but. Yeah. Uh. So the Royal Rumble in 2014 wasn't the first time Ray got booed, huh? Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Well, uh, they, they get they get behind them a little bit though. Oh, absolutely! Like they they don't just shit all over them except for yeah. Uh, fast pace to start off with dueling chairs. Well, yeah, which is not the only time they at do the this start the of show. the match. There was a brief moment during that start where I wa- where I wasn't paying attention to the screen, yeah. and I hear the clash yes. of the two chairs, and I'm like, "Whose skull just got murdered?" <laughs> <laughs> like, Every was- time I see the dueling chairs, I just want to put. I want to put duel with a face behind it. That's yes. all I can think. Every time I see it. Oh man. Uh, but so they start off doing chairs that led to Sabu hitting Ray in the corner with his like hop over a chair thing then he attempts his like triple jump moonsault that he botched because that's what Sabu does uh-huh. uh huh he botches at least one move a match yes at least then Ray goes for a 619 and that's when he gets booed and I think part of it is like 619 is such a WWE move everything about the 619 is so WWE yeah. Uh, like, also West yeah. Coast, East Coast, probably. That too. Well, yeah, he gets booed. Uh, Sabu sets up a table on the outside and bonks Ray's head into it. Uh, this matches on fast forward. Uh, yep. At one point, Sabu hits Ray with like a double leg drop with a chair underneath his legs. But because uh, Sabu sets up a table on the outside and Ray hits him with like a springboard guillotine, sending them both through the table, murdering so Sabu. Just he only gets beautiful, a two count. Really great. But he's still really alive, so great. he is defying death. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he's so he's just bad at being suicidal. Like, I suppose homicidal, <laughs> suicidal, genocidal, if you're going to be bad at one of those, suicidal's the one to choose. <laughs> yeah. Or no, suicidal. <laughs> actually, if you're going to be bad at one of those, genocidal's the one to choose, with like homicidal being a close second. Yeah, please be bad at option. genocidal. Yeah, just do the one homicide. Option, like, you're if good. you're going to make me... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's go. This conversation. Ray sends Sabu into the corner and jumps at Sabu, but okay, yeah... Jumps at Sabu, Sabu dodges, but Ray catches himself, attempts to flip at Sabu, but Sabu dodges, Ray lands on his feet, but Sabu takes out Ray with a spinning kick. It's such uh, a great, that's really one of the best sequence. sequences I've seen Sabu do. 
Oh yeah, it's like, really like good. choreographed to hell and back, but like it had to be great, fantastic, uh, really smooth. Like, and it's like that's kind of the thing with Sabu is that he needs somebody in the ring like that that he can yep. that is really smooth to make up for how much he isn't smooth. For example. Sabu takes us to Botch City as he hits his triple jump moonsault, but he hits it by sending his knees into Ray's fucking face. Like, mm, he lands that true. move bad. Ugh. Yeah, that 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 table did not sell well. Yep. Uh, Sabu no, attempts, that is... Oof. Yeah, Sabu attempts the chair leg drop thing again, but Ray dodges and sets up Sabu on the chair. He springboards towards Sabu, but Sabu dodges, and then Sabu gets the chair and chunks it at Ray's head. That, yeah. and ray sells it like a million bucks yep probably but, he sells it like he just got a chair thrown in his fucking head yeah <laughs> i i understand uh, uh then sabu puts ray on the table he sat up earlier sabu gets the sets a chair up near the ropes hops onto the chair hops onto the ropes lands on the table grabs a now standing ray to ddt him through the table and we get the most baffling match finish in WWE history in this oh extreme boy. rules match where there's no rules and it's a fight to a death. Death. It is ruled a no contest in nine minutes and 10 seconds as a doctor comes out and declares that they cannot continue to compete. Just little man coming out and saying, it's over. <sighs> who is it's yeah. Who the fuck was He's that? He's a real doctor. I looked him up. Oh. He is a real doctor. Okay. But um, still, they like I understand like they booked themselves into a corner. They didn't want to swap the title, but they didn't want to have Sabu get beat on the ECW show. So the only which, way out was that ending, which don't book the match. Yeah, but I don't think they booked themselves out of corner. They should have bigger fucking balls because I don't think Sabu losing would have really changed shit. I I I th- like because it's think fucking about it. Sabu. Sabu get his head cut off, it's and he'd not still about, be great the next it's day. It's not about Sabu. It's about the building you're in and the crowd you're at. Every single match tonight, for the most part, went the way that the crowd wanted it to. This you can't have this being that one outlier. You can't have I don't... Ray, the most WWE guy. Pin well, Sabu that's clean. not true. He's not the most WWE guy. That's John Cena. The and he's I, got the title, right? But you know what like I mean? Like, facetious. Like, in um, general. Like, yeah. he is a very WWE I, I guy. I understand Ray was, like, the, was at ECW for yeah. just a cup of coffee. He was like, there for, like, like That's not something you can argue. Yeah. But they got behind him, and I don't think they would... I think of all people there to get a win over an ECW guy, Ray would have been okay. I think the moment it's, they, it's I think Vince the moment, not fucking having faith in no. Ray, his entire world title run. I think the moment they boo the six one nine out of the building, that goes out the window. That was, yeah. but that was at the very beginning, and after that, they didn't boo him anymore. Like they even cheered so, like, him when he fucking shot Sabu through the table with that sin senton. He was one of them for a night. I think it would have been especially. If there was like some blood or just a little bit of color, something, and then him and Sabu like shook each other's hands at the end, something. I, I, I don't think it's as fucked it. as people want to pretend like it could have been. I think they didn't have faith in Ray. I think they shouldn't have booked this match. Ray should have I mean, been on this if show. If you want to go ultimate, sure, like, I can, like, I can concede like, to that. To bottom, but if Ray you're going to do that match, I don't think this was the only option. I don't think it was the only option. I think I I I think it's I think it's just as bad as having Ray pin him clean. 
I think it's six of one and a half. No, because if other. it was an actual extreme rules match, but, like, Ray would have earned it. He would have oh, fought yeah, his like, ass off. That too. He'd have like if he had just clawed to Ray, get that match. If he had just murdered Ray, or if he had just murdered Sabu in an extreme rules match, fine. But that's not Ray Mysterio. That wouldn't make sense in his character. Again, don't book uh, that match. Ray's I'm, never been that guy. Uh, Ray has never know. been that guy. He's he's he was in an I Quit match with Eddie a year before this. It's going to be an I Quit match with Chavo in SummerSlam that we're going to watch. So like, I'm going to call a little BS on that about not that being is, his character. So like, is that match? Are those matches like guys getting busted open and like are those match ECW I Quit matches? Or are they just are they WWE I Quit matches? Because in this show, it would need to be an ECW Extreme match for him to earn that win, which is very different than his match with Eddie. I, like, I think I think they to, fucked him up more here because Ray looks like like I a think, chump. I think Ray looks looked so like a chump when he got here. like pinned clean by like who pinned him clean like two weeks after Mania like Mark like Henry fucking, or something. Yeah, yeah, like Kali and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that, that like stuff the, too. Like that but stuff I'm was way bigger. This, was this a way is bigger a continuation of no faith in Ray. Like I think of this not was thinking just, Ray can get the job done I, in I, any way, shape, you're or not form. Wrong. And I, I think where you're coming from, but yeah. I think this was a really stupid match to book to begin with. There was no reason yeah, to have it on I, the show. Yeah, I like, what did it I agree with that. But if it's something yeah. that has to happen, I really don't think Ray winning through like a claw and scratch match would have been that but big also, a deal. I I think it's them showing a surprising amount of respect for the fans in the audience. Because it's not Vince McMahon saying, you don't like what you like, you like what I tell you you like. It's him saying... Not yet, wait till I Tuesday. Don't, yeah, it's him saying, I don't want to beat your hero uh, with my Mexican. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, what was that? I don't even know what just happened with my Mexican. That was Vince, Mexican. sorry, it happens every now and again. <laughs> Uh, oh but yeah, like you don't don't book this match. Like get somebody else, get some other ECW guy. Have a like have you know have like a the match that came before it. Have it be have it bring in the fucking Dudley boys. Were they in TNA at this point? No, they were gone. They were yeah. already last drawed. Like the in TNA? No, 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 no. In uh, WWE. Um, well, I mean, they hadn't been in WWE for a while because they got brought back for one night stand two thousand five, but they didn't pick him up. Like. WWE had the option to pick them up for the WWE or for the ECW revival, and they didn't. And like, why would thought, you not bring them back in? I swear for, it was for the Dudleys. I thought the Dudleys decided they didn't want to go back. It's possible. Like, I I think they could have come back. I think they would have come back for a one off if they'd been asked. Maybe they probably but didn't like, want to do one offs anymore for the most part. Uh, like, because because they were starting the brand at this point. Yeah, why would you I, have one off guys when you're trying to make a brand go on? It's possible, uh, especially yeah, like those guys with the legacy they have. Yeah, but like I would have like you like I would have gotten somebody else. I would have done something different. Like take some more ECW people, have a car crash, have a weird tag match that doesn't make sense, but it'll pop the crowd because it's folks that they like to see. Like there's yeah. no reason to have Rey Mysterio on an ECW show ever. Uh, but again, it's indi- indicative of what is to come. Right. Uh, anything else? What do you think about the match, noobs? Like in general, like, it was it was a shit show. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that la- that flying DDT, that table didn't sell a goddamn thing. God, like maybe the little not. bit, the little lip broke, but it's just like, yeah, I yeah. understand why they wanted to call that match off. Also, like Jesus Christ! I love how Sabu did his theatrical hop on the chair, hop to the top ropes, balance, 
to just like then just kind of hop down. Like he he could have done the exact same move just stepping over the ropes. Like yeah. uh, the extra the extra theatricality yeah. did nothing. Like added no impact to the in kayfabe. It made no sense. But it looked I'll, really cool. And uh, Adam, real quick, uh, the Dudleys had signed in September '05 with TNA okay. for a multi-year contract. So. Okay, yeah, I wasn't sure when they Better got to TNA. That. Yeah, uh, that's fun. But yeah, um, so yeah, like it's it was a weird match, weird, bad, 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 bad finish. Uh, but moving on, we have our car crash match. What's that? Car crash. Yay! Yeah. Mick Foley is out first. Who is for like the first like as Mick Foley playing the heel? Yeah. Right? It's fucking great. That alliance. Really, oh my so out. okay. So he cuts so a great good. promo saying he loved ECW when it was run by a visionary and a creative genius. Let's hear it for Stephanie McMahon. Long live so the good. alliance. I scream. Oh, I loved it. I know. I was just. I was just like. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, yeah. He he introduces his partner Edge, accompanied by Lita. Uh, they are co-holders of the Hardcore title. Uh, yep. Edge says that this is like ECW fans Christmas. Only their Santa is Jewish, fat, bald, and gives them an endless supply of bullshit, which gets bleeped. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he calls everyone in the crowd pathetic, and they're going to text their imaginary girlfriends and jerk off to pictures of Lita, and let's be real, where's the lie? Uh, <laughs> they prove him right as they chant, she's got herpes and you're a crack whore at Lena. At Lita. Uh, then uh, the ECW originals come out. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, uh, Terry Funk, and Beulah McGillicuddy, and Tommy Dreamer has ripoff theme number two. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, that is what it is. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, his theme is just Man in the Box by Allison Chains. Yeah. Like, 100%. No lyrics, just, ah. Uh, because uh, I think in ECW, his theme was just Man in the Box. Uh, that was the thing been. with a lot of these. ECW just didn't give a goddamn about that stuff. Hey. Yeah, about they licensing. There's like, ah, we'll settle that in court. Well, no, they, nobody was paying enough attention to care. Right. Uh, Fair. That, that was the big thing. Uh, so they come out. Uh, Bu uh, Beulah McGillicuddy cuts a promo on Lita, and she issues a challenge to make this an intergender six-person tag. Lita slaps Beulah. They get pulled apart, and the bell rings. Boy, shit dissolves quick. It, yeah, the, it dissolves boy, the go. moment Foley starts backing away like a coward. Like, so, never mind. This doesn't seem such like a good yeah, idea. Like, like <laughs> motherfucker, your just, ears gone. Yeah, let's just, go. Like, it's he's the heel though. Like, I understand what he's doing. He's he's trying to play the the heel shit and heel. heels are cowards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like him being full of shit though. Yeah, like, it's, I enjoy it. Um, at one point, Terry Funk just fucking chunks a chair in the air behind him and hopes it hits Foley, and it does. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Foley has Funk. a magnet in his skull yes. for chairs. Let's be honest here. Here we go. Foley and Funk, uh, they can't really go as well anymore, so they're just like brawling on the outside as Edge and Dreamer wrestle. Uh, Edge sets up a ladder in the corner and telegraphs a spear to Dreamer, but Dreamer scouts it and hip tosses him in the ladder, which is pretty cool. Um, 
Funk gets back in the ring, puts when? the ladder on his head, and spins around, bonks oh my God. Edge and that, Mimic. That's one of the best things in the world because he hits Edge kind of legit. Yeah. But then he, like, taps Foley on the shoulder, kind of. Yep. Like, he's just like, hey, yeah. man, are you, are you good? <laughs> and then almost he, murders Dreamer, and Dreamer's yep. got to go. Yeah, Shit. Dreamer manages yeah. to dodge it. Yeah, he's just sitting there just like, Foley, are you doing okay? <laughs> this young bastard over here can take it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay it in on him. I don't know why he's just. Hey, it's why, your licks. I don't know why. In like my impression of uh, Terry Funk is like an old west prospector. Just like now, nah, I don't know why you're coming around here. All of, all of those characters from the Disney movies and stuff. Yes. Yeah, all he's totally a prospect. Well. Like he finished. Like he, he bonks him on the head and then takes off his cowboy hat and stomps on it. Uh, <laughs> blame it, Funk uh, sets up a ladder in the corner and climbs to the top to do God knows what because he's Terry Funk. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone's like Terry, what the fuck are you uh, doing? But Edge pushes it over, sending Terry to the mat, and I assume murdering it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dreamer gets Edge up for his Dreamer driver, but Lita kicks him in the dick as you do. Uh, uh -huh. Edge and Foley go under the ring and find a big plywood plank covered in barbed wire that they don't yeah, want to Tommy Dreamer and he sells it like he got tased. I yep. I will say right now, I can safely say I do not like barbed wire. I <laughs> yeah. do not like it one bit. I don't. You can't safely say anything about barbed wire. Yeah, barbed wire sucks. Yeah, uh, fuck that. Funk no. takes over, sends Foley into the barbed wire. Edge comes to save Foley, but Funk takes him uh, takes him out, but Foley uses the opportunity to send the barbed wire into Funk. Lita goes under the ring and just gets loose barbed wire? Yeah, uh, because that exists down yeah, there. for Foley, who wraps it, it around his arm. It was from when they made the plywood thing. Yeah. Uh, he wraps it under his arm and punches Funk with it and scrapes it across his face, busting him all the way open. Yeah. Uh, they use the moments where, punks, where Funk screams in agony in the ring to show a shot of the one woman in the audience. Uh, Funk gets taken to the back by medical personnel while Foley gets his barbed wire baseball bat and Tommy Jimmer gets hit in the dick with it. Uh, the, crowd, the crowd chants, we want Sandman, but that's not till later, y'all. Calm down. Uh, pretty sure this is the only time in history that Mr. Sacco gets booed, but Mick whips the sock yeah. out and locks it in on Beulah McGillicuddy. <coughs> Dreamer attacks Foley, but Foley, Edge, and Lena team up on him and Foley gets... Uh, Miss, Foley locks Mr. Sacco in on Dreamer and he kind of moves him over so Edge can spear him. It's really cool spot. Like, great. Yeah. Rah. Uh, instead of going for the pin, Edge goes over to Beulah and grabs her head and just shoves it in his crotch. Uh, yep. Makes some very provocative gestures as he goes for what appears to be a pump handle slam. Then Terry Funk comes in from the audience with a bandage on his face that has a whole bunch of fake blood on it. And a barbed no, no, wire 2x4. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Car Funk just doesn't come in. Funk comes in like as the as the shark from Jaws. Yes. Like sea of people just... Yes. Da -da -da -da. Oh, you he see just got it up in the two air. 2x4 in the air. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's for two reasons. Amazing. For two reasons. One, that because he's like, you know, oh, I'm going to have this thing in there. They're all going to cheer for me. And two, because <laughs> they were like, if you get that thing within six feet of an audience member, we're all getting sued. <laughs> yeah, they're all too really drunk. They're of... going to be tackling you. Yep. I just... really. <laughs> uh, Foley and Edge I thought a sloth from the Goonies. Just, hey, you guys. I can see, I can hey, you guys. Yeah, yeah, look what I uh, found. 
uh, Foley and Edge are watching this happen, and Dreamer hits them with simultaneous low blows. Uh, thing, things get weird as the camera is just all over the place, and no one's quite sure what's happening, and then, oh, Jesus Christ, the barbar 2x4 is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, him and Beulah uh, had to set that thing on. Funk yep. hits Foley in the back, like kind of lighting his shirt on fire a little. Mm-hmm. Then, as Foley goes to escape, Funk hits him with a flaming two by four, sending Foley out of the ring through the barbed wire cover plywood. And then, uh, and then he's out. The fire is out. And they, but they, you but know, they, they still, still spray, the spray him for him. like for, ten for legal, seconds. For afterwards. legal reasons, they still spray the hell out of him with uh, yeah, fire legal signatures. reasons. Uh, yeah, fair. Edge, Edge knocks Funk off of the ring apron onto Foley and gets hit by DDT from Dreamer. Then Dreamer gets Edge in submission, wrapping barbed wire around his throat and face. Oh, only to have it broken up by Lita, who is then attacked by Beulah, so Joey Styles can yell, Catfight! Tommy hits Lita with his dreamer driver, but gets attacked by Edge as he's celebrating. Edge spears Beulah and pins her in the worst way possible to get the win in 1845. Uh, after the match, Terry Funk begs for someone to get some wire cutters so we can get cut out. He's just selling that. I, oh, the I, fake God, blood and the wonders, real blood. Oh. Part of me wonders how much of that was selling because he was in that barbed wire. Pretty good. For yeah. like yeah. 10 snug. minutes, too. He was 10, snug 15. in that barbed wire. Yep. Like he, he was wrapped moving. up. Un- yeah, he was wrapped in that stuff. But yeah. I imagine. Yeah, cut me gets, out. But here's the thing I imagine he gets down there and he's like, Foley, I need you to wrap some of this barbed wire around me so it looks better. <laughs> When I call for the Clippers. And then Foley's like, we're in New York, not Los Angeles. God damn it, Foley. Now's not the time for your jokes. <laughs> what the fuck? That was so good. Uh, what did you think about the match, Noobs? I loved it for what it was. There was that weird yep. part where the cameras were flipping around, but I guarantee you it was because they couldn't light the damn thing on fire. Yeah, Absolutely. they didn't want to show them actively lighting it. Like, they didn't oh, want to yeah. see enticing riots yes. in, in the <laughs> middle of fucking New York City. Yes. But it just... The one thing where I was just like... We always have those jokes, like me and Shraver especially, have like the... Now, who's fucking practicing kendo? In yeah. this fucking, in like fucking Texas. Who's doing that? It's like the same, I have the same reaction. It's like, now why would that barbed wire table be under there? <laughs> in all honesty, fuck kayfabe. Why would that be under there? Well, <laughs> Ed, well Edge and McFoley put it under there for them to use later. They exactly, yeah. They this got isn't in, like the they be- got in early and yeah. This isn't like the bed of nails though where it's kind of comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Why is They're not looking to comfort them, noobs. They're looking to hurt their opponent. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's weird. Like I one of my favorite uh things with kendo sticks is somebody said, uh uh why why are there still kendo sticks? And somebody said something along the lines of, uh, there was a provision in Steve Blackman's contract that said there always had to be kendo sticks under the ring and nobody and they, they just, just got used got to it. They just never yep. got rid of them, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh what'd you think, uh, Jesse? Um so I'd been thinking about this forever, but just Edge and who he is at this point with Lita and stuff, and then he spears Beulah and wins. It's like here comes Mister Spear your girl. Ha! <laughs> I I loved that joke. I'm sorry. I was like, man, this is funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's pretty good. But um, yeah. Fucking Beulah and Lita were more involved in my head for memory than they actually were. Yeah, Beulah does nothing Nothing. in this match. I swear to God she did way more. She, but she did not. She Um, did. 
but this match was great. This was also one of the first like crazy bloody hardcore matches I've seen. I was like, oh, but you know, we'll yeah. get more because SummerSlam's on its way. Yep. For me, just for me, this match reminded me why I really fucking hate a lot of the legacy of ECW. Because, like, <laughs> I don't like these types of extreme matches where guys just kill themselves. Yep. Like, it's uncomfortable to watch. Uh, it's it's just this perfect microcosm of, like, misogynistic chants from the crowd, Edge sexually assaulting Beulah McGillicuddy, these guys <laughs> oh going above and beyond, killing themselves for no good reason, just because the crowd demands it. Like, the crowd, like, they want to court this crowd. They demand blood. We must give them blood. We must give them the worst things possible. It's not to say that it's not an incredibly entertaining match. It is. But it is, to me, a perfect example of, like, the worst parts of the legacy of ECW. And not this version of ECW. Like, 90s ECW. Because, like, that stuff was just... It was just homophobic, misogynistic, needlessly violent. Top to bottom. Like, beginning to end. And wrestling over the last few years has done a good job of getting out of that. But, god damn, this reminds you of how much there's, like... And it was just, like... And it was it was this, this... Like, W... Or ECW inspired this group of fans. And this group of fans inspired this show. Uh, it's really entertaining. And I enjoyed it while I was watching it. But as I was thinking about it afterwards, I was like, man... This match is so emblematic of so much stuff that's wrong with wrestling that, thank God, we don't really see anymore. Yeah. like, we don't see you're a crack whore chance anymore. And, like, <laughs> the perfect example is, like, the fact that, like, the Edge and Lita stuff happened, and that became Lita's entire character, and Edge got to be Edge. Uh, and yeah, that, this is the perfect example of that. Really entertaining, but, man, it left a nasty taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh but like, yeah, but like it's it's still worth watching. It's absolutely worth watching. But like, man, I really don't like it. It's one th- like, listen, and it's not like, like something like TLC at WrestleMania X7 isn't much better because it's still still guys killing themselves. It's just in a different way. But it's it's for I, I don't want to say it's for better reasons, but it's for better reasons. Like there's more to it. It's on a grander stage. It has a higher prize and it's three young guys that are hungry trying to make a name for themselves. This yeah. is edge in the retirement home. Like it, it, <laughs> yep. you, you didn't gain anything from Terry Funk and, losing a pint of blood. And Nothing honestly, from that. And honestly, the history we have of edges injuries, he could have joined yep. them. If one thing went wrong yep. at any point in his career. Yep. Yep. It's, yeah, it's, and a lot of that, like, it's something like Mick Foley writes about in one of his books, about how he is like, man, I really hate what I inspired with backyard wrestling and with hardcore wrestling. Because he was like, I, I thought it was cool in the day, and it got me my, my name and my fame, but man, I've seen what it's done to, like, you know, these kids who grew up with it, and, like, guys who have, you know, broken their backs and, and killed themselves to try and be like me. And they, I don't want them to be like me because I can barely walk. Uh, it's just I'm glad we don't have that anymore. Like it's one thing that I love about the 24/7 title because it's the idea of the hardcore title without the violence of it. Like it's the hardcore title taken to its like more comedic end, which I think was always the better version of it. Uh, <coughs> this is yeah. the hardcore title ch- changing hands in the fucking uh, 
in the Mississippi, you know. But yeah, like it's 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 really interesting. It is a fantastic cultural artifact uh, and a good example of the legacy of ECW, even more so than than the previous year, which the previous year had like it was more of an ECW show. But like this, like the previous year was ECW, but it wasn't as bloody and violent, whereas this feels like WWE trying to be what ECW was and WWE always has to take everything to 11. So they had to go so far in that direction. Uh, but moving on, we cut to the back to a shot of John Cena preparing to march into the belly of the beast. Uh, then we see RVD in the catacomb shadow boxing. Up next is Santa Claus himself, Balls Mahoney. From yeah. Nutley, New Jersey. From, versus Masato Tanaka with our, here's a, here's a question, with our third ripoff theme song. Did either of y'all catch that this was a ripoff theme song? No. We've got the biggest balls of the moon. Oh, yeah. That wasn't even a ripoff. That was just the that was just the instrumental. No, it is. It is. Yeah, it's it's basically the instrumental, even though they definitely didn't pay any ACDC for it, because it is slightly different. Like, it's in a different key. But yeah, it's just. Well, I'm upper, upper class high society. God's gift to ballroom notoriety. Yeah, I um, this was the one that I really like. I was like, after the match, I was listening to. I was like, that's just big balls by ACDC. Yep. I should I should go pull the audio for all of these ripoff, like the real versions of these ripoff themes. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a nothing match, but it pops the crowd. Great balls chance uh, as he delivers punches to Tanaka. Cool to see these two ECW originals on the show, but let's be real, this match is to reset the crowd. That is the reason this match is here. Uh, we get a beep because Balls yells, oh shit, after Tanaka <laughs> low bridges him and he falls to the outside. I love it. Uh, Balls walks around the outside with Tanaka and he asks fans for beer, getting a couple of nearly empty cups and he smashes them over Tanaka's head. Well, the first one that he... The first one that he got, he took a sip out of it. It was like, ooh, yes. don't want to be sipping that one. Don't yep. want to be sipping that one. It's That seems awful. Like, I can't... I, there are very few things I would like to happen to me less than someone just smashing a half-empty can of beer... Can, or cup of beer over my head. Because, number one, I got smashed with a half-empty cup of beer over my head. Number two, now I'm covered in beer. <laughs> uh, like, it got, that's got to sting if it gets in your eyes. You're sticky and smelly until you can get to the back and get a shower. Like, it just seems awful. Uh... Tanaka gets back in the ring, gets to the top rope, but is met by Balls, who hits Tanaka with a superplex, but only gets a two count. The two men stand up with chairs. We have a dueling chair battle that ends with a nasty head chair shot from Balls to Tanaka to get the win in 5-0-3. Fun, nothing match. Tanaka got in the, the, in the face with Balls. Yes, he did. Uh... <laughs> Anything else, Anubs? Anything to add? I, mean, I know it's no, gonna be hard to follow that, just, but yeah, so tough. Yeah, but yeah, just fine. Um, I love Balls Mahoney. Balls Mahoney's, Mahoney's one of my boys. Balls actually. Mahoney's really I like, good. At I what liked he does. him when when I started watching ECWWE. He was one of the few. I was like, oh, I like, I like this clown. He's cool. Yeah. I, um, he died two years ago. Makes me sad. Yep, he died in twenty sixteen. Uh, yeah. Yep. He's. But yeah, I would put him like if I had like. If we did rosters of boys instead of just a stable, 
Like yeah, you could pick twenty or something. He'd be he'd be on there. I like oh, balls yeah. a lot. He's a uh, balls. He's great. a good dude. Yeah, uh, he's he's a good balls. Yes, we get the video package for the main event as the ring announcer goes to introduce the competitors. Fucking Eugene comes out. Yeah, this reminded me that Eugene this was is the Bischoff's worst part. kayfabe network ne- nephew. I forgot that he was yep. Bischoff's nephew. Uh, no, as soon as they said that, I'm like, oh man, I need him to fight Garrett. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so one thing that was happening with the crowd like the crowd was chanting at eugene what were they chanting when he said good luck to you too fuck you r word yeah oh i have that written down uh i say like pretty sure the crowd was chanting fuck you r word so that's nice though god bless nick dinsmore for hearing that and saying good luck to you too yeah because i saw that i'm like that's a really clever way to do that but now that i realize what they were chanting yeah Mm. yeah uh again boy. that dude is like one of the, maybe the most underrated workers on the planet like because of all the shit he's had to deal with he's such a good dude like for every account he is one of the nicest guys in the world he's always up for anything and a really yeah. good worker i would like I, it bums me out that he got stuck with that gimmick yeah but it was so with him the, such with, good shit yeah like he 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 committed 100 bad i'm sorry yeah i'm, ba- I'm backing up okay okay i'm off so, I, ca- I had five ref i had five <laughs> eugene reads reads a poem and they chant shut the fuck up and then this whole podcast is about to go off the rails Okay, so that's all of that. So we yep. just move. No, no. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> the infection grows. Don't you talk! The Sandman. <laughs> Don't you talk! Comes from the crowd. Uh, here's a question. Did they play Inner Sandman when the show aired live? They had no, to, right? They didn't. They didn't? Well, I don't believe they did. The audio balance on the network version, that whatever that song weird. is, they were not. that was not the audio of the song from that arena. Let me let me see here. ECW. It, I, I, uh, I looked at. I googled ECW One Night Stand 2006 Sandman entrance. All I found was 2005, and the 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 crowd wasn't singing along. So I guess it wasn't. But whatever it was, I don't think it was the one on the network. It was a different song because the network version, the audio is so weird. It is not. It does not sound like the audio that was in the arena because there's a hard cut uh, where like the music hits and the entire audio changes. And that's made me think they it did might it. have. I don't know. Um, but if if they if it did, it wasn't like the year before because like the or the, the the novelty had wore off from the year before. Because uh, the year before was like really special, whereas this was like yeah, of course Sandman's gonna be here. He was on the show the week before in the Battle Royal. 
Yeah, it was kind of bullshit that this happened when they were chanting so hard for Sandman to come out. Because he, Jerry. you know, was married to Beulah. So, that's why they were that. chanting for him. Yeah, um, I think she was married to him and Tommy. At She's points, still married so. to Tommy. Still married to Tommy? Okay. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I think she started with huh. uh, Sandman. I'm pretty. Nope. Never mind. I was wrong. Maybe she was a valet for him. Ah, I can see that. Um, uh, but yeah. One of my favorite things is Pritchard talking about Sandman, and he's like, "Listen, this is gonna destroy the illusion." But he is the most model employee I've ever worked with. He shows yeah. up on time. He's polite. He says yes. He says, "Sir, ma'am," shakes your hand, and like you tell him what you're doing that night. And he goes to the locker room, and he hangs out, and he chills, and he's just down for anything. He helps anybody that needs it. He is not the person. He is, he is very, Aww, he could not that's, be more different. That's oh, so yeah. Nice, when they though. told him what he was going to do for this skit, he was like, uh, really? I don't want to no. beat up on a, on a kid. No, like, here's <laughs> the thing. I'm sure he was actually just like, all right, that's what you wrote. Okay. You're asking me yeah. to do this, so I'm going to do it because uh, I'm just because I'm a good employee. I did yeah. love how um I did love how a random fan like Sandman lost his kendo stick. Yes. Then another fan comes out of nowhere with another fucking kendo <laughs> stick. Like of course they have those. Uh, I was wrong about Eula. I swear that oh. she had valeted him, but nope. I don't I'm know. Sure maybe, they it's just, had maybe it was just dream because a dreamer in Sandman or well, something. Well, I think it's just because that seemed like the moment. Like the moment it seems you would like do when that. Sandman sure. should come out. Like. Tommy, like, like Terry Funk's in the back. He's not there. Like it's it's yeah. It's Lita, Edge, and Foley against like Tommy, the outnumbered. Uh, you know, Bill is there, but she's not a wrestler. Uh, yeah, yeah would have been perfect. Have Sandman come out. That makes a lot of sense. But guess what? But no, Vince got a Vince. Come out and Vince we get a really uncomfortable segment of Sandman just beating the shit out of Eugene for a few minutes, including forcing him to beg for his life on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was so, yeah. Like, but you know that this that was the worst part of the show. Like, it was. Why couldn't they have just had him beat up the zombie? Like, were they really that committed to saving it for Tuesday? I guess <laughs> he did beat up the zombie, right? On Tuesday, yeah. On Tuesday, yeah. yeah Tuesday. He comes out. He yeah. Just, yeah. Why didn't he do it here? Got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Boy. So. The crowd is chanting "fuck you, Cena" before anyone's music even hits. Like before he right. comes out, they're chanting "fuck you, Cena." Yep. Uh, which RVD? Yeah. Question before this all starts. Okay. Which crowd was more against Cena? This one night stand 2006 or Money in the Bank 2011? This match. This this, this one crowd. absolutely. Like Money in the Bank. They threw 2011, back his merch, like, dude. Money in the Bank 2011 was like I would say if this was a hundred, Money in the Bank 2011 is like a 75 or an 80. Okay. But okay. this crowd, although part of that is the venue they're in, the size this, of the venue. Yes. If this show was in a 15,000 seat venue, it would not have had the same energy. Uh, but True. yeah, these people were. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Cena, my husband. Oh. Cena comes out to a chorus of booze, doing a great job. Like, like coming out, head down, hat covering his eyes, not looking at anyone, just holding his title Focus. in the air. Such mm -hmm. a good entrance. Uh, and then yeah, the crowd rips him apart. He throws a shirt in the crowd and throw it back to him like ten times. The final guy rubs the shirt on his ass before throwing it back to him and giving him the double birds. Well, uh, do you remember? 
Remember the, the first fan that threw it back wasn't throwing it back. He got the camera met him and yeah. he's just like, hey, mom, I'm on TV, like yeah. holding the shirt. And then he realizes what the fuck's going on. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, no, they'll kill me. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, uh, there is. There is one guy and they were bouncing around the different camera shots. There is one guy wearing the Brock Lesnar uh, number 69 Vikings jersey in the audience. Ah, I fucking gross. love that because That's that was really good. That might have been low. the first year Jared Allen, who was one of our yeah. defensive linemen, was on there, and he got that number. But it's like, I of just course, love it. Of I just, course, Jared Allen got number 69. Of course he did, because you know what? He rocks America by throwing a rock, yep. walking up to it, and then throwing it again. Yep. He is the perfect man. He's anyway. so good. Jared, yeah, yeah, Jared football. Allen's great. Uh, uh, yeah. Solid back and forth early. Cena's in control. For a while, uh, for a chorus of booze, they chant same old shit while John Cena goes to the top rope and delivers an axe handle to the floor from the top rope. Which is like never chanting same old shit, which amused me because it is most certainly wasn't the same old shit. Checkmate, New York City. Well, also, Adam, you got it. You got the irony in the fact that it's an ECW crowd chanting about someone's wrestling abilities. Like Mm. you do have that. Yes. Uh, Lots of you can't wrestle chants. Um uh rvd yes rvd <laughs> goes for cena with a chair but cena counters and sends rvd into some poor cameraman yeah he threw uh, another motherfucker into another yes. motherfucker <laughs> then rvd gets on the barricade cena says nope and yeets that bitch into the crowd <laughs> just <laughs> just just into like the third row just nope lawsuit this <laughs> <laughs> Uh, RVD takes control and they go back to ringside, draping Cena over the barricade and hitting him with a corkscrew kick from the apron. Which is glorious. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, we saw that in the Shelton match. It was fantastic. Uh, yep. Uh, back in RV, back in the ring, RVD's still still leading, uh, sending a chair into Cena's face with a diving drop kick into the corner. Uh, then a steel chair-powered rolling thunder, but it's not enough to put him away. Cena takes over with a DDT onto a steel chair, and then Cena goes for a pin with his feet on the ropes for leverage, but RVD kicks out it too. I love it. It's fantastic. Like, ooh, this ooh, is like the ooh, first time Big Match John went heel, He's... and I fucking love God, it. Know, this, match, like, this match was like, man, imagine if John Cena had a heel run. Imagine. Yep. He would have been the... he. That's the one thing that got him from being yep. rock level. He, he would have been one so thing. good. In this version of the heel, like, the heel that's still the best... The heel that's still John Cena, but like yeah. he instead of ignoring he's aware the booze, of it, he absorbs it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so he's just Justice Lord Superman. Yes. Uh, exactly. Cena hits RVD with the five moves of doom, including the most heelish and over the top five knuckle shovel in history. Uh, mm. yep. He gives this cocky salute and taunts the crowd as he waits for RVD to get up to deliver the AA. Uh, but RVD fights out of it and hits Cena with a spinning heel kick to leave them both laying. Uh, RVD goes to the top rope, but Cena grabs him and just fucking slings him to the mat. Just nope. Uh, (laughs) RVD gets back in the ring and counters Cena and then awkwardly dumps him off over the top rope. It looked like he was trying to tie him up in the ropes or something like that. That's the botch. Little botch there. I don't know, like, but here's the thing. The crowd chants, Cena fucked up, but that definitely wasn't on Cena. He was not in control of that moment. Yeah, that that was was, all RVD. Uh huh. Marks or shit. Yep. Uh, RVD takes a moment of peace to get a table in the ring and sets it up in the corner. But before anything, he can do anything with it. Cena gets in the S, gets him in the STF, 
And let's be real. The outcome of this match was what it needed to be and perfect, but it would have been fucking hilarious if John Cena had beaten RVD clean with a submission in the middle of the ring. That would have been fucking oh. hilarious. And John Cena wouldn't have gone and on to have a life anymore. Yep. No, liable for murder. Yep. Um. So... RVD gets to the ropes, and the ref makes Cena break the hold, which at first I was like, oh, that's annoying. And then I was like, oh, they're playing a story of it's an ECW ref, so he's kind of on RVD's side. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, Cena goes mm-hmm. to the ref and is like, again, stuff I never thought I'd see John Cena do. Like, he, like, shoves the yep. ref. He's like, what are you doing? The ref shoves him back. So he clotheslines the ref. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and hits a like, superplex oh, onto RVD. Man. man, poor Nick Patrick. He gets sent out to officiate, and the crowd just starts chanting, fuck Nick Patrick. Yeah, like, they know his motherfucking name. <laughs> Who's this guy? Kill this man. Kill him now. Nick Patrick is like a legendary ref. He was the ref. He was the NWO's ref in WCW. Right, right. Like, it's he got so... brought over in 2001. But he comes out, and it's just like, oh, hey, here's a referee. And the crowd's just like, fuck Nick Patrick. I'm like, man, what did he do to you? He's just a ref. Like, it's because he was in a SmackDown shirt. Like, that's yep. what it actually was. Oh, yeah. Which I think they did that for that. Like, they knew what they were doing when he sent him out there in a SmackDown shirt. That's the yep. reaction they wanted. But just the idea of him walking out <laughs> and just getting just fuck Nick Patrick just for no reason is the funniest thing to me. It's really good. <sighs> Cena uh, dumps RVD to the outside. Uh, uh, and he's standing next to a table, the table in the corner. And then all of a sudden he gets speared through that table by a mysterious man in a motorcycle helmet. Then, as if Nick Patrick's day isn't going bad enough, the mysterious <laughs> man in the motorcycle helmet just punches him. Yeah. Just because uh, he takes off the helmet and, oh my God, it's Edge. Uh, I just like, is is that the worst 90 seconds in kayfabe of any ref's life? You come out to save a match that's gone <laughs> off the rails. The crowd yells, fuck you, and uses your name specifically. So you know it's not directed at anyone else. Yeah. You, you don't you do not do anything. You stand in the ring for 30 seconds as, as John Cena dumps Rob Van Dam out. You watch him get murdered. You wonder what's happening. And then you get punched and knocked out. Like that is things are looking up for old Nick Patrick. Like I can't believe like Nick Patrick. They were just like like Nick Patrick is going out and you know he's a performer. So he's like, what's my motivation? And they're just like, do you know Millhouse from The Simpsons? Oh, and not not teenage Millhouse who has weak thighs Uh, or weak ankles. Like all that was missing was Nick Patrick. Like all that was missing was Nick Patrick getting punched by Edge and yelling, "My glasses!" on the way down. Uh, I want to start a GoFundMe that's just like the anti, like, like just like a like GoFundMe WWE edit out the fuck Nick Patrick. <laughs> on Let's get a change.org petition going. Oh like, my Nick God. Patrick deserves better than this. Edit out those chants. Get enough, uh, sig- get enough signatures so where the president yes. has to make a uh, comment. Uh, the crowd chants, thank you, Edge, as he leaves the ring. RVD gets back in the ring, because he's only been unconscious on the outside, gets back in the ring, looks down on just, K- it's like the gif of community, where Troy <laughs> walks back in the apartment with the pizzas and everything's on just, fire. Just like, and, huh. But, 
what to do. But instead of freaking out, he's just, he just shrugs, hops on the top rope, hits Cena with a five-star frog splash, tries to rouse Nick Patrick, but Paul Heyman runs to the ring and makes the count as RVD covers Cena to win the WWE Championship in 20 minutes and 40 seconds. And I can't help but think that's intentional that he won the, the WWE, his only WWE Championship in a time that is an anagram for 420. It was really close. They did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, and then the, the the show ends with the ECW talent coming to the ring. RVD runs in the stands, celebrates with fans, and ends uh, the show getting held aloft as the new WWE champion taking the title to ECW. Already saying he is going to declare it the ECW Championship. Uh, yep. So good, man. So, so fucking good. But, like this is like this is like this match to me is the perfect extreme rules match like the perfect quote-unquote extreme match because it utilized that stipulation in a really good way without either guy killing themselves yeah so uh, yes two two things number one while while rvd is running around in the crowd celebrating yeah. there's a fan that has a sign up that just says the champ is queer uh, yep. That's why would right. you why why would you hold that sign up when your guy just won it, you idiot? Uh, yeah. Because he's do drunk that? and but, from the bowels of New York. Because you made I, a sign that says the champ is queer. Like yeah, and you got that on TV. Congrats. Yep. Second, also also when sorry when Terry Funk was coming out through the crowd with the thing, there's a guy with a sign that just said "fuck John Cena" and it was on camera for like 45 seconds. Yeah, I don't know how it hadn't gotten taken away, but that thing was solidly on camera. That's in, that's incredible. Yes. The other thing that I want to know is how the fuck did Edge get under the ring? Because he right. came from underneath the ring. Um. So. There was a point where the editing seemed really weird to me that it almost looked like the lights were going out, but then when it, they, it when changed. They cut, when they cut to Cena in the back, there was a weird edit. Yeah. But, yeah. It was, so, honestly, ahead. they did it the same way they do it always, where, like, they had stagehands come out to clear out around the ring and probably, like, to change the ring, uh, to change the ring mat. And, like, that's how they get people under the ring, if you're not under the ring for the whole show. Okay. They when when all the stagehands come out to settle things down around the ring, one of them is the wrestler, usually in a mask or something, or like with a wig on, and they will slip under the ring because nobody's paying attention. And That's I fair. guarantee you, he did that. They came down, did that during the uh, uh uh during the video package for the Eugene segment, and he came down like he went to the back because that's why he was he was just wearing sweats. Like, yeah. He threw on those sweats, threw on that jacket. They had the motorcycle helmet waiting for him under the ring. Probably put on some wig or something, or put on like, or he was in the hoodie. Probably had his hood up. Runs out with the ring crew. The ring crew are fiddling around the ring. He slips underneath it during the video package. Okay, that's fair because I'm just like, there's got to be a venue somewhere yeah. that has a trap door that you can right. leave in or come into. Like they uh, gotta have those like, somewhere. Because like, like um. Wasn't it? Um, wasn't Big Show Big for Show his during, debut during in w Valentine's Day Massacre? Was yeah, he was box. underneath the ring the, the entire, entire show. show, from longer than the entire show, from the moment the doors opened. Yeah, so that motherfucker well, took a shit in there somewhere well, because because like you can't you can't slip the Big Show in under the ring during a video package. <laughs> That's fair. You, know? you really can't. It's like, what's this seven foot stagehand yep. doing here? Yep, <laughs> man. Uh, but yeah, what do you, what did you think, uh, Jesse? Or I'm sorry, you had something else, didn't you? No, no that was it. That said. was it. Okay. Yeah. Jesse? What? what do you think about the match? 
Oh, sorry. You I thought you were opinion. talking to me. Um, I was I, talking to you. I don't know. God damn, shut up. <laughs> sorry. Um, it was good. It was great. I liked it. No. <laughs> sorry. My book report is... All right, yes. Uh, like In this, in this so essay, good. I will... <laughs> it, it was really good. Hooray it's a really Rob. good match. It's um, a really good match. It is. And I love the ending and just <laughs> thank you, Edge. Thank you. Yes. Edge. Uh it's so like I love that Edge had an emphasis on that. Is it felt Yeah. I don't know, it just felt really good. Um it like, didn't take still, anything away from Rob and I think I think Paul it coming did. in and stuff was really good. Like I think it was like it didn't take anything away from Rob, but it would have been nice to see him beat Cena on his own. Yeah, well, but, he probably would have had a chance if uh, you know he didn't get caught. Yeah. Oh later. yeah, no, yeah, he was absolutely yeah. But yeah, I um, think it would have been him and Cena rematching yeah. at SummerSlam. But but at the end of the day, when people think about him winning the title, they don't think, oh, he did it because Edge speared Cena through a table. No, it's it's, it's, it's the same thing as the Goldberg thing with Lesnar and yep. Eddie Guerrero. You yep. kind of forget about that. Yep. He like he when when you think about rob winning that all you think about is the shot of him at the end being held up yep. by all the ecw people and that's what matters mm. and so I, I that's why i don't think it's a knock against them. i i love him on his knees just open like he's just fucking getting blasted from the heavens it's so yep. great and like <laughs> and like the edge like taking the the helmet off and just no selling it like not selling yep. just like just standing there just being like you know just not like because like the crowd's chanting thank you edge and he just doesn't acknowledge it probably because yep. they were you know booing him and you know two matches before he didn't do but... it for them exactly. same thing why nick patrick didn't get back up when rvd's like running is like fuck this crowd right <laughs> i'm leaving i'm going i don't, home. Even, I don't even give a fuck about ecw what the fuck am i doing here good shit <laughs> bullshit fuck nick patrick God, fuck Nick, Dick, Jesus, God. I want to so fucking give funny. Nick Patrick a hug. Uh, <laughs> at one of the pay-per-views during the Alliance, Nick Patrick wrestled Earl Hebner, I think? Yeah, at the yeah. at the at the Invasion. It was hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. That was fucking uh, awesome. But yeah, uh, just a really great... God, just like... you, you it's, it's like top five, like, christening a new guy moments. Yeah. Of like the guy, it's like it's it's you know like I'm trying to think of those moments like the best moments of the guy winning the title who wasn't supposed to like it's like Kofi Benoit Eddie and uh, uh, RVD like those are like the big and, four and probably Punk I mean yeah CM Punk yeah um winning it in in 2011 giving the kiss yeah. to Vince like that's yeah. Yep. Yeah, and like I said, the only guys to ever take the title from Cena is like four dudes. RVD's one of them, and fucking yeah. Sheamus. Fucking Sheamus! Yep. Man, Sheamus. Remember when Sheamus wrestled Triple H at WrestleMania? That was weird. Gosh. Remember when Sheamus was a heel? Like, when he debuted? <coughs> that was weird. Hey, 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 guess what? What? Sheamus is an ECW original. You're right. A lot of people yeah. are. Kofi so, Kingston's yeah. an ECW, so, ECW original. Fucking Kofi, yeah. Kofi and Sheamus, man. It's yep. hilariously yes. amazing. Like, that's, that's insane. Like, honestly, I want yep. that to be the legacy of WWE CW. Are the guys who were given a shot yeah. from it. Are the guys who used it as their springboard. It, that it, should it, be it was, its legacy. It, 
honestly, it kind of is. It's very proto NXT. Um, yeah. They wanted to be third brand, but in its last like three or four years, around 09 or so, it became more of the kind of the wh- yeah. how we see NXT, but clearly not the same level it was, that yeah, it's it was revered the, as. It was the new people. It was like, yeah. let's give folks a shot that are yep. like, you're you're not ready for Raw, but you're done with OVW. Let's send you to ECW and see exactly. what you can do. Yep. Sometimes you get really great results. Sometimes you get Braden Walker. Oh God, Braden Walker! You know yep. Braden Walker is right. Yeah, yeah, he's what's his face from America's Most Wanted. Um, Chris Harris. Chris that Harris. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like sad. this this show is fascinating as a launching point for WWE CW. Uh, overall, a really fun show. Like even the stuff that isn't great is still pretty fun. Uh-huh. Like solidly entertaining. Uh, I think this was the perfect example of what a WWE ECW could be because this was WWE. This was ECW through WWE's lens, but it worked out really well. Yeah, uh, in the way that it wouldn't just two days later. Yep, boy howdy, zombie. Uh, so yeah, what'd you think about the entire show, noobs? I thought it was it was a good nugget of like, hey, this is kind of what what wrestling was like back then, even yes. though like this was a good idea, like just seeing this, it's like, man, what if they did this with WCW where they yep. took its time? Yep. And just did a did like a bash at the beach random thing a year later or something also, like that. That they didn't just do or it. Or a few years later. That they didn't just do it. In, like, that's the thing. Is that, like, that the thing... That, it was two like, weeks it after was too, it was Mania too 17. It was too soon. They started it. Yeah. Like, like, WCW was a failure. It was a tainted brand. They should... They, they, if they had waited, I think they could have done something with it. But... Yeah. Also, though, yeah. ECW's fans were just... It was the, like God bless them. God bless WWE for knowing the knowing business because they just they saw an audience and they took it. Yep. Like they saw these stupid fucking smarks who want to chant homophobic shit and watch people get ripped apart and and bloody and have years taken off of their lives. And God damn it, they've got money too. So let's get their Fuck money. Fuck you. We got your money. Yep. Our truth come dancing across the stage at the end of. <laughs> when uh, no, 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 it would it. be K Quick. I just remembered I meant to start this show by saying we're watching ECW December to December, and I totally forgot. Anyway, you also uh, didn't play RVD's theme song like I wanted, but it's fine. I forgot about that. I remembered it's, the. Uh, it's okay. You you the kept the fuck you seen a chance. That's all I wanted. I thought that Listen, was. Listen, I played Inner Sandman. You'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the show overall, Jesse? I liked everything, I think, except for uh, the Eugene stuff. The Eugene stuff is horrible. Eugene um, stuff is really bad. The Channing, like, I wish, like, I understand Channing experience is probably amazing, but the attitude and the reason behind it is garbage. So, yep. therefore, it's tainted. It yeah. doesn't matter how good it felt that you were part of this group when you're all, you know, pieces of shit. Yeah, when you're all being, like, um, congratulations. It's you're like, a part of you're one of the shitheads. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Are you proud of yourself? You know, the yeah, the you know, the walking open air festival's probably amazing, one of the biggest outside festivals for metal music and shit. But when, you know, the black metal Nazi Satanists get on script on stage, it's kind of fucking done. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like 
It's like Once the idiots that, that chant CM Punk, like yeah. doing it ironically. Yeah. No, yeah. you're not doing it ironically. You are actually a part of the problem. Yeah, like yep. they want to feel smarter than everybody else. They want to feel superior to everybody else. And like these are, it's 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 a great microcosm of so much that has come out of like nerd culture where it's like, hey, these guys get to be the bullies they've always wanted to be. These are the keyboard warriors who were, you know, nerdy internet wrestling fans back in the day, and now they have a chance to chant at a girl about how she's a crack whore because Becky wouldn't let them go to prom with them, and she's a bitch. And, you know, like, that's that's where a lot of that stuff comes from, and it's a bummer that that you have to take both of those. You know? You can't watch this show with a different crowd. Because when with the right crowd, the show would be so good. Like, the show would be perfect with the right crowd. Yeah. And, but, like, you can't watch it on mute because it's a, it's a whole package. Like, it is a time cap. That's the point of the show is to look it at snapshots is. in time. And, boy, this is a snapshot in time. Top to bottom yep. is a snapshot in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, next week, we got Vengeance. Or, not next week. Next show, we got Vengeance. Yep. Vengeance. So, we get Edge versus RVD. In um, solo, just them. Not in the main event, and right? Then, yeah, not not. Oh in no, the main that's event. DX versus Spirit Squad. I'm gonna <laughs> get <laughs> fucked up. I <laughs> but only oh, got twenty dollars in my pocket. Only oh, got twenty ounces in my bottle. <laughs> but, uh, as we uh, explain, <laughs> looking for your liver. This God is fucking uh, bullshit. Why? That was pretty good. Did you just do that like that's off good. the cusp? Just yeah, off the cuff. Good? Yeah. Oh um, god, that's imposter Kane. Yeah, we get imposter Kane. Oh I boy, didn't realize, I didn't realize that was just like a. Like, I thought that was a longer storyline, but like nope. it's this match and they're done, nope. right? Yep, for Festus. <laughs> oh, just yep. need to go get him some biscuits and gravy. Yep. Uh, John Cena and Sabu, but you know it's a lumberjack match, so we'll see. Botch, botch, city, bitch, uh, botch, botch, city, bitch. <laughs> oh, um, the opening is a rematch between Orton and Angle. Get ready, boys. I mean, I, that's, I'm sure that's fine. Uh, RVD or, John, or Johnny Nitro, Carlito, and Shelton actually sounds pretty solid. Like those are three pretty good. really good workers. Yep. Uh, so there's something there. There's also Mick Foley versus Ric Flair. Uh, yep. Yeah, we'll we'll see because I have no clue about this pay per view. I've never watched it, so okay, I'm very curious. Cool. Uh, so yeah, we will we will be back then. Thank you for joining me. Um, as this is uh, you know June 11th, uh, I think there's only really one thing we can go out on. Okay, we'll we'll always miss you. American Dream He's just a common